Welcome to the Fit Femme Project Alignment Podcast. It is here that we cultivate and gather all who have been through it in fitness, relationships, careers, lifestyle changes, and unforgettable crucial life pivots trying to achieve their most sovereign selves. We're here to provide you with thought-provoking, detailed stories and information from truly fascinating men and women from all walks of life, professions, generations, and modern-day sagas who speak to their rawest, darkest moments that made them the strong, decisive, humble, helpful, healing people that they are today. We ask them to hold nothing back because life is a multi-dimensional pursuit to be stronger, healthier, and more aligned mentally, emotionally, and physically. Let's go. Hey everybody, welcome back to this week's episode. I have Coach Lindsay with me. Say hi. Hi. Okay, good. I can hear you. Yay. (laughs) We had some technical difficulties earlier, so I was really nervous. Uh, Yeah, so we're here joining you today. It's the almost the middle of December. It's a little wild. That is a little wild. Don't say that again. You kind of gave me a mild heart attack. This is what, but this is what we're telling people to not do. Plan. I know, but it still Relax. gave me a little zip, a little zip. Uh, but today we are going to talk about uh, those New Year's resolutions you might have, and especially if they're related to what we're, what we like to talk about. <laughs> have you ever done a a uh, weight loss New Year's resolution before? Oh yeah, oh yes, honey. Yeah, I've done weight loss resolutions. I don't know how many times, but I would think it would be a safe thing to say that every year as an adult, it has at least been a part of my New Year's resolutions. Oh, yeah. Like you couple it with a couple things like, oh, you just kind of pepper it in there. Like, you know, get a raise at work and read, you know, 20 books or lose 10 pounds and, you know. Uh All kinds of different things, for sure. Grow a, grow a tomato plant, right? <laughs> Did you? Was that one of them before? That was my that was my one last year. <laughs> how, how did it? How did that go? Really good. Oh, you did it. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it was just a potted plant with cherry tomatoes on it, but we did a good job. And you still did it. You did yeah. what you set up to do. That's very cool. I did. Did it survive? Yes, it did. And I didn't know this because I've never had a tomato plant before, but they die regardless. Oh, yeah. I yeah. think I knew that. I didn't. I was like, no. <laughs> uh, and Wait, don't they come back every year? No. Oh, never mind. I don't you really gotta know. Pl- you got to replant them and all that. Oh, that's annoying. It's not very know. sustainable. Somebody, I said something to somebody about it and they're like, oh, yeah, it's a, I don't know what they said, perennial or annual. Or I'm like, I, don't use those words. Tell me if it dies or not. <laughs> it's like fiction and nonfiction book. I will never know which one is real or fake. I don't need to. I still get them mixed up. But when I think about it, I do know the differences. But Not me. It's okay. We're not meant to remember those things. But anyway, I've done, I've definitely done the the New Year's weight loss resolutions or, but I've also been really annoyed at 
New Year's resolutions because one, everybody does them and I'm not much of a bandwagoner. Not um, either. But in my heart and my mind, I'm like, okay, like, you know, this is this is a year. Like this is has to be it, you know. Cause you you got that like new year. It's kind of like, well, Mondays are a bad example, but you got that new year energy, that motivation and the, the energy's it. undeniable. Right. Yeah, and that's I like my that. thing with it is when there is positive energy towards goals, I it, it wouldn't matter like how many times I had seen people make New Year's resolutions. I'm going to jump on because I like that. I like it when things are easier. I like it when there is in it because that's what motivation really is, is an energy. You have an energy for things. Yeah. And I say because it, it comes and goes. So when it's there, yeehaw. Yeah, I think people struggle the most with motivation. That's a lot of what you see posted in those Facebook groups where like, I just don't have the drive anymore. I don't have the motivation. What do you guys do? Uh, So that's definitely part of what we're going to talk about today. But I want to start with, you know, ground zero. Let's talk to the people who obviously have either done this in the past and it didn't work out or just are doing it for the first time. So like, where should every beginner New Year's person start <laughs> to not bounce um, back? Okay. And I knew we were going to talk about this. So I, I've been thinking about this some. And one thing that I would say to someone that is making a New Year's resolution is don't make your goal your resolution. So if your goal huh. is you want to lose 20 pounds, your resolution should not be... I want to lose 20 pounds. Your New Year's resolution should be something like, I'm going to get a fitness coach and I'm going to follow the protocol prescribed by her. Your resolution should be, I am going to stay on these calories, these macros, this meal plan, whatever it is that you're using. Um, for as many days in a row as I as I possibly can and work work my way up to more days in a row. Or I'm going to go to the gym two days every week and do two full body workouts. And I'm going to walk for 30 minutes twice a week. Like figure out your goal and then whatever the steps are that will take you to that goal, that's your resolution. Your resolution are the actions that it takes to get to your goal. So your goal is like this thing that you want, but your resolutions should be the actions that it takes to get that goal. Uh, So just kind of work backwards. Yeah. Like figure out your goal and then say, okay, I want to lose 20 pounds. What does that look like on me? Um, This is how much 20 pounds is this number. So this should be my goal calories. And I need to eat this much protein, right? And then do your exercise and your resolutions are things you can accomplish day to day, if that makes sense. There, you can check them off a to-do list. Because if your resolution is, I won't lose 20 pounds, it kind of feels like you fell every day you haven't lost 20 pounds yet. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. You already feel behind. You wake up January 1st. Yeah. You're like, I don't feel like it today, though. I have a hung- hangover from my party last night. Like, <laughs> Right. And you haven't lost 20 pounds. And then you yeah. have a really good day, but you didn't lose 20 pounds the next day. And then you went to the gym and you really sweated and 
I not only did I not lose 20 pounds, why is the scale up half a pound? Mm. And so when that's your goal, something that is um, not really truly tangible, you get yourself into, again, a motivation issue. Frustration. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All the things. Yeah, that uh, is very relatable because like losing a just the example, right? Losing 20 pounds is like so lofty and it's like, oh, that thing that I have not yet seen but believe in, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And I think, so where could we start? Like what's a, I guess, realistic day-to-day checklist for for people to start with? Well, what I see people coming into it, and a good coach, a good coach is going to – come into like a, like a client's goal with, with perspective. And if you don't have a coach, you can try to do this for yourself. It's hard because you know, you'll have people and I hear my clients say this a lot, like they'll look at their plan that I make for them after we talk. And after I go into like, what, what does your life look like? Like what's your work schedule? What is your kid schedule? How much time do you have to work out? And they're like, I could squeeze in an hour workout five days a week at my lunch hour, right? And I want to work out, I can work out five days a week and then I can walk in the mornings or in the evenings, but my kids have da-da-da-da after school. But I could jump on the treadmill when they go to bed at nine and I I get it because I'm a human being and I've been there before and I get that you want the goal so bad and you're like, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get there. But, is that going to be absolutely freaking miserable? It sounds like it. And it. Yeah. And so if I can get people to just start out on a sustainable path where you're not overwhelmed, overrun, overworked with everything that you need to do. You need to do this specific meal plan that requires hours of meal prepping. And you have to spend every single day, six days a week at the gym. Plus that's on top of your cardio. That will motivation for that will fade off quickly. But what if your goal, if you were working out zero days, what if you come in and you're working out two days, two days, you're lifting weights in two days, you're spending your lunch hour, Walking, walking and talking with a coworker, something like that. And then the rest of 30 minutes, you're enjoying your lunch. So there's just, there's ways to come in and start actually getting results. Because results take a long time, regardless of how hot you come in or whatever. Yeah. So the trick is how to do it and keep doing it and enjoy it and and do things that you enjoy and eat things that you enjoy. And there's just this sweet spot of finding something that challenges you, but not overdoing it completely. Yeah. And I think a lot of people get stuck in that mindset of like, if they're hearing what you're saying right now, they're like, okay, yeah, but like they still get stumped. It should be harder. I should get faster results or like that can't, I could do that, more. That cannot I, work. That. I could do more. That, I'm not hungry yeah. all the time. I hear that a lot. I can, I can mm-hmm. go to two more days. I could eat less. And then the fact and that I get like, it. okay, if you start with two days a week and just focus on your water, for example, 
Like mm-hmm. that can't work. Are you kidding? Like that can't work. Like it does though. Like, and then you stack it on, right? You um, habit stack, right? Is that what you call it? Yeah. Habit stacking. You absolutely can do that. I just had yeah. a great conversation with a client yesterday that um, there were, there were outside circumstances too, as far as like starting or a job that kind of was supposed to be very part-time that did not end up being part-time and feeling overwhelmed by food tracking. And unbeknownst to me had like, had more gym anxiety than they thought. Okay. So is a solution to keep making yourself absolutely miserable every single day? Or is it better to pull back and be like, what can we do from home a few days a week? What if you just try right now to get in this amount of protein? What if you do those two things and you know, if you check those off your, your list, then you succeeded. Your confidence is going to grow. And I just think that it is so worth pointing out before we get off this exact topic, have more touchstones other than your weight. Yeah. Do not have that be your only like measure of whether you're success. And I'm not even talking about physical things. Do you feel better? Are you sleeping better? Things like that, that you just like, have you stopped even thinking about the afternoon cup of coffee to get through the rest of your day? Like there's, there's so many other just things to look at. Are you getting stronger? Yeah. Are you lifting heavier weight for the same amount of reps? Have like several things like that, that like you have this weight loss goal, but also have other things in place that you, you check back on that biofeedback. Like how are things improving? Because it's missed yeah. a lot that your health goals and your fitness goals are different things. And most people that want to lose weight, they're like, I do care about my health, but, but after I lose this weight, mm-hmm. not understanding that, Sleep, digestion, energy levels are all why, a big part of why you haven't achieved your weight loss goals because you are not respecting the systems that all work towards um, releasing body fat and adding muscle. Like sleep is like, and I mean, you know this about me, I I could go on all day about (laughs) how you're a hamster in a wheel if you're one of those people that constant that consistently get five and six hours of sleep at night. Oh yeah. That's that's a lot of people. That's a that lot is, of people. I was just gonna say I heard that just the other day, but I can't remember from where. So they were like, oh, and I got my full five hours in. I'm like, what excuse me? Like, are you Buddy the Elf? <laughs> yeah, what are you I was talking thinking about? My, I got my full 45 minutes in. <laughs> yeah. My God. I woke up at three the other the other morning. Did I tell you about that? No. I woke up at three a.m. and I was just like, <laughs> like my mind started talk, thinking about all this stuff I had to do because that's what I'm like anyway, like an animal. And I finally got up at four and like I go to bed. At night. I got five hours of sleep last night. Wrecked. <laughs> I think I got just somewhere on the same. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is what people should do. For I, there's so many people that love to get those little journals, right? We've all done it. Mm-hmm. I do it. <laughs> so if you get your new, really cute 2024 journal planner, you write down those touch shows that you just talked about. The yeah, okay. Let's just write down my okay. Weight is one of them. Sleep. You write out the categories, right? Sleep. Yeah. Um, 
your digestion, you know, all those little things. And you kind of like come back to it or something like that. You can come back to it in like six months and just be like, are any of these better? And then, well, yeah. And another thing I keep always, for, I need to just start writing stuff down. But again, animal running around Jumanji level 10. I was just going to say that. <laughs> can't, I can't chill out. Maybe after we have, we have a party at our house tomorrow night. And then I think, um, oh, right. So, but it, oh, I already forgot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm back. Um, one thing I like, like, like to do, especially with new clients that we get in the new year, because we do. Um, they don't like this as much as me, but they do end up seeing results on it. But when someone comes in and they are weight loss, fat loss, I'm doing it this year. I really am committed. Obviously, I've hired a coach. I am doing the dang thing. And they come in and they have, they don't know how much they've been eating. People don't, you don't know, unless you, you know, tracked it a little bit. You have an idea and you are wrong. <laughs> so especially <laughs> like with how much protein and things and the balance of things you're eating. And like, oh, if you're a healthy eater, how does that translate into eating for your goals? Go through all that. But man, what I love to do is have someone just find where their maintenance is, just their maintenance and start food tracking when they are when it's comfortable in their body. Does that make sense? Yeah. So we're tracking, but we're not also dealing with hunger and getting used to eating a whole lot less. We find where you are at maintenance. Okay? That's a good idea. And some, it, it's a great idea if you can get people to do it. I can't always, and I'm not going to force someone to do it, but it works so well. So anybody doing New Year's resolutions, let this just don't force it down your throat, but Think about letting it settle in if you truly care about your long-term results. So come in and just start being accountable, adherent, and consistent comfortably at maintenance, maybe even a little bit above. Start lifting weights. You know, You're that's so going great. to see a difference on the scale. If I was listening to this and I knew nothing and I was like, okay, January's coming up. Uh, you kind of are still dreading it. Like, okay, now I have to get serious. Now I'm going to yeah. suffer. You, Everything you just said, you said like comfort a couple of times. I'm like, you're talking my language. This sounds yeah. great. Sign me <laughs> up. I get to eat more. Yes. You're going you're gonna to like day to day probably eat more than you do. Yeah. But what we're going to get rid of is those days that are completely unbalanced, way over nutrition and it just like protein light fat and carb heavy. We're going to get rid of that. And we're just going to be consistent and we're going to include the foods that you like. And I want people to see, Oh, I can eat a piece of cake. I can actually have a glass of wine if I want one and we're going to get real comfortable. And then you do that and you start seeing changes in your body and you feel in control of the situation. And that is huge. Mm -hmm. And after about four weeks, you you know, you've kind of changed mindsets, your body shifting a little bit, you're really feeling it. Much better time to go into a deficit. Yeah, and not a, an extreme one. Because usually people's maintenance calories, which is what we're talking about, if nobody knows, um, maintenance calories for the average woman is gonna be what, probably just a little over two thousand calories. It, yeah. We cannot say. Like literally. Not, yeah. You can't say for sure, but it's like a lot more than you realize. <laughs> it probably is. And you are also probably consuming a lot more calories than you think you are if you're not tracking. 
Yeah. And that was what I was going to say was like, um, well, because I think what a lot of people do also is that they have the, the cycle, right? The one day where they're just eating, obviously they're not tracking anything, but they're eating like 1200 calories. And the next day, then they're eating like three. And then the next day is a little less than that. But then the next day after that, it's like 1000, you know, like it's that. Yeah. Roller coaster, which Fs things up. And then, but when you put it all together, yes, it does. Like it's way over the amount that you should actually be eating. Cause the other day, what was it yesterday? I'm a little less sniffly, a little sick, sick, but I just did not feel like eating. Like yesterday yeah. would have been one of those days for me. I just yes. did not have an appetite. I didn't want to cook. I didn't do nothing. I know. So Mark cooked. <laughs> I was like, get in the kitchen. <laughs> Help <laughs> anyway, me. That was my two cents. Yeah. No, I, if you can judge through what you do in those four weeks, you're not adding body fat. You are definitely, again, you're going to see results on the scale because with consistency, getting off of that roller coaster, you start um, just not accidentally, but not also like forced to look at what am I eating? And you start getting education on what works well for your body, what foods are really easy for you to include and what foods do you just, you know, you know, they're good for you, but are relieved you could do without. You start really gathering information about yourself and the way your body works and having that education and being so much more intuitive with your body and then going into the discomfort of a calorie deficit. Much better results. Much I better like results. That. And one thing I do want to stress as well is like when if you decide to go this route, which I hope you do, um, to approach it from a place of curiosity and not like shame. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at me. Like, because that's why I think a lot of people avoid tracking because out of, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Like I know my bank account is close to zero, but let's just swipe it just in case and find out, you know? Well, yeah. And it yeah. does make you like when you're tracking food, I mean, nobody wants to track like one in three fourths, not on Chick-fil-A nugget off my kid's plate four yeah. cold fries. And that's a lot of how a lot of women are eating. Yeah. A lot. And we're not counting those calories because they don't count because it wasn't even our food. And we were just like, gobble, 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 throw away. <laughs> Yeah, But man, those add up. And so when you are tracking your food, it just makes you aware. It makes you aware of those BLTs and it makes you aware of that you're eating like a raccoon out of a dumpster. Right? <laughs> like stop trash eating. It's a big part of it. It's just, it's in, you know, you can go into the whole thing about just the availability of crap food. Versus whole food. We can go into that all day. It doesn't change the facts. It's that it ain't going anywhere. We're not going to like, as a country, have this big realization that McDonald's is bad for us and see them all shut down the next day. Like, let's get past that. Yeah. I don't care. It is what it is. It's up to you to decide, you know what? I just want to be aware of what I'm eating. That's my first step is being accountable and aware for what's going yeah. into my body because I don't like what's happening. Something needs to change. First step, awareness and accountability. Yeah. And I think that makes it a lot easier for the future because we wanted to talk about motivation, right? 
So when you start with those easier steps where it's just awareness and accountability and you take the next step, which is like leveling up, right? So the next level is going to be a little bit harder. Like this isn't going to happen without you being uncomfortable or it not being difficult. So I think that's, that's why I do love that idea so much because it's a great way to start getting into better habits while it's still being quote unquote easier, you know? Yes. You're not as uncomfortable as you are. And I mean, that's just that in people, some people will say like, Oh, I'm comfortable because I know it's working. Going straight from no accountability, no knowledge, no education into a calorie deficit in a meal plan. It's just, it's in, in look, 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 if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't know, you've done it before. How did it go? That's so funny. I I follow a creator on TikTok who I've shared his stuff with with you guys before. That like tall, burly guy who's always shirtless, but he's like funny with a beard. I don't know. He's funny, but he has great, great content, and I don't remember his name. But he made a really good point about really everything we're just not talking about when it comes to, uh, but when it specifically comes to meal plans. He's like, mm-hmm. that meal plans are really only designed for actual athletes like yeah. yourself and Casey. So, like, I would just put that in the trash because you're listening to this are probably not an athlete. <laughs> I'm not. need help. <laughs> well, I mean, I, yes and no. Like, we're all bodybuilders. Okay. We're not all competitive. Okay. You're, you're an athlete. You're not, you don't compete in any sport. So, you're not a competitive athlete. Um, I treat my clients as athletes, but not competitive athletes. So this is, you know, and I'm going to do a better job about talking about this on my story because people have a real disconnect between like getting ready to be on a stage for a bodybuilding competition versus what we do in lifestyle. And I am telling you, they are not different. It's what level you take it to. And people don't understand that the level that they think they want to take it to is terrible for like, you can't, you can't do that. I mean, you can for a second and then you're, you, you have to like recover from it. And as a lifestyle coach, I'm not here to help. I'm not here to get people to do something they have to recover from, which is a lot of the diets out there that I see uh, targeted at females where we are trying everything from natural to completely unnatural to suppress their appetites, to make them not feel hunger cues, to make them not digest the food in their stomachs so that they don't feel hunger at all. Natural hunger. That's so it's all, it all comes down to, they all come down to how to make women never eat again. It's just so I, I yeah. like go through periods of getting so sick of talking about it and getting real fired up about it. Like, bitch, let us eat. <laughs> let us eat. You want us to do everything in the world. You want us to work, cook, clean, raise your damn kids. <laughs> yeah. And like, and anyway, obviously I'm in a fired up portion of it. This but, is my favorite version of you. <laughs> it's my <laughs> least. But it it all comes down to you've got to get in a mindset of I'm sick of punishing myself. 
I'm sick mm-hmm. of beating myself up. Amen. I'm sick of trying to figure out not how to not feed myself well. And I'm coming into this calmly, rationally, with a big goal, actionable steps, and patience. Oh, amen. <laughs> you know, and that's what and that's what I have for my clients. That's what I want for my clients. Calm, rational, no G- knee jerk reactions, no decisions based on pure emotion. I, you know this because you are one of my clients. But you wake up in the morning when you are fresh, hopefully well rested, and you haven't gotten bogged down by decision making, job, stress, the sniffles, whatever else. You wake up and you say, Have my goals changed? And you answer yourself, yes or no. And if the answer is no, my goals have not changed, then it is just about performing the actionable steps. I said and that on it. last week's podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, no, the not last week's, but um, what do you want to call it? The last week. Did you listen to it? I did this morning. Oh, what do you think? While I was while I was baking cakes. <laughs> did you have it? Do you have any uh, critiques for me? No. Okay. You did a good job. Thanks. Because you never know if I might say something wrong. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. There's and it's hard to. It's hard to say something wrong when you're talking about individual health and fitness. So I'm always True. just like interested to hear your take on okay. things you hear from me because like, and I know we've talked about this before, like it's an kind of like an Enneagram standpoint, but I am mostly not received the way I perceive myself. Oh, So yeah, it's always never. interesting to hear how what I'm saying is heard by someone else. Yeah. It's not the way I it's not the way I heard it in my ears. You know how, like, you, when you hear a recording of your voice, you're like, is that me? Yeah. What? It's the same thing with my direction and idea. When I hear them repeated back, I'm like, who said that? Oh, that's mine? <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> that is so true. And I hate that. Like, you just, you come, you think you're coming across as, you know, nice. and A little lamb. I feel like I'm a little lamb and people are like, Oh, you. She's um, a bulldog. You, you, you tell it. You tell it how it is. I'm like, if I told it how it is, you would be in a puddle and on the ground, I guess, because Lord, I held back. I had um, <laughs> one of my acupuncture. My acupuncturist from a while ago. I was dealing with some stuff, and um, she was like, for some reason, the symptoms I told her made her think of this question. She's like. Oh, I was having a lot of throat problems. Like, cause I get my tonsils, not my tonsils. Yeah, my tonsils and my uh, lymph nodes swell up a lot. Like they're real yeah. sensitive. And I get, there was one, for example, it wasn't this year, but one year, for example, I got strep seven times in one year. <gasps> like As an adult? As an adult. I was in my early 20s. It was wild. Caitlin, Since that's then, insane. Like, for example, there was... Two times where I drank a specific type of alcohol, and after the second sip, I was like, "Oh no!" Like it was an allergic reaction. I could tell. It was oh, wild. No. Yeah. So um, since then, I just have like a sensitive throat. And I was talking to her about it, and I was dealing with something. She goes, "Do you um, often not say what you really want to say?" And I'm like, Every day, <laughs> every other hour. <laughs> If that affected your throat, I would constantly be in an anaphylactic shock. 
<laughs> but if, if I explained like her how it all works, then it would make a little bit more sense. But I was like, yes, it's all connected. <laughs> oh my lord! I looked more into it. I had to. I had to listen to y'all's like hoogity boo stuff, and then I have to let it rest. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and like see how much kind of like sinks in. Cause like when I'm hearing that, I'm like, you just need antibiotics. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm the same way. Cause her stuff is like, it, it just taught me so much about my body and how it, cause you know, stress affects you, can affect, can make you sick. Right. And that's a hundred percent. Yeah. It's it along those lines. To constantly be, it, to constantly be like editing yourself. You know, it is. Yeah. So, yeah. See, see, and then you say something like that, and I'm like, yeah, that's real. <laughs> see? Anyway, okay. Sorry on that little tangent. So, I want to ask do you have clients who come to you that are just like, I just, you know, with the motivation track here, I'm just not motivated. I'm just not feeling it. I've lost my drive, or, um, you know, something like that. How do you coach them through that? It, do, it doesn't it doesn't matter if you feel like doing something that is imperative to your success. That's my style of coaching. Um, I just come from that because I could try to motivate people all day long and just wear myself out. But, and this is like a, t- a term I'm trying to use more because it's hard to explain what you call something we know what motivation is it's an energy it's a feeling it's a, we do not have a hard time eating our little meals we've prepared we do not have a hard time getting to the gym and when that feeling leaves us that energy is gone then what do we do and it's more about to me inspired action okay so mm. again what have my goals changed What are the actions that I need to take to get to the goals? Because we hear a lot, you know, and it's true. It's 100% true. You're not going to gain a pound of body fat in one day. You're not going to lose a pound of body fat in one day from actions perfect or off the rails bad. Bad against, like, counterproductive to your goal. But in that same, in the same sense as that, how one day doesn't make a huge difference, Every single day counts just as much as another day. The day that you, the January 2nd, when you finally get your shit together because you're not hungover anymore, counts just as much as day 80 when you're one pound away from your goal. Mm. Day 80 would have never came without day one. And you have to remind yourself of that. And when you do things when you don't feel like them, a lot of things happen inside your mind that are necessary for big goals and sustainable results. And one thing that always helps me is I know for a fact from being an, an alive human adult that when I do hard things, my life is easy. Ooh, I yeah. do things that are difficult, my life is super easy. And when I choose to do easy things my life is hard my life is i have a hard life i've done both and can speak openly about both like i've been 
poor and I've been not poor. Highly recommend not being poor. Right? <laughs> like I've been both places. I've done easy things and had a yeah. really hard life and I've done hard things and had a really great life. Have a really great life. And that to me, knowing that it's so important for me to maintain the happiness that I have from doing hard things, that's enough to inspire me to take that action. And that's all you need is to have, like, I want to be a good mom. That's probably my number one thing. And a good mom is not a cranky, tired mom. A good mom is a mom that says, no, I'm not going to take a, a walk. I'm exhausted. I'm going to lay on the couch. I mean, sometimes I do. <laughs> my kids will listen to and be like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when I get my workout in, when I get good sleep, when I eat well, I'm a much better person to be around. When I don't, I get, I feel a little bit resentful because I'm usually like, well, I'm too busy doing X, Y, Z, and I don't get no help around here. <laughs> and like, that's, that's not my funnest version of myself. It's just not. Yeah. And just knowing you're like the, the fat, when I have a healthy body, that I'm confident in, I have an easy life. And health and fitness, I don't care what anybody says, is the foundation for all things good. Amen. It just instantly increases your value. Like, not like just because of the body or anything. It's because it's one of those things that, especially when we're talking about like a fit physique, like muscular. You can't buy that. You can't get a shot for that, right? You can't buy a pill, a potion, a magic salve. You can't sell yourself to the devil like nothing. Know that when that person walks in and they are fit and they're healthy looking, they are disciplined. They have a good work ethic. They can do hard things for an extended period of time, which is, it's very hard to do. And so, like, dude, you walk into a room and you're just fit without saying a word. Yeah. People are going to be like, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I could not. I, amen. I'm just going to take that blurb and cut it up and listen to it on repeat. Like, that, that gives me motivation. See? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. And I yeah. think that when you start breaking down, yeah. like, the truth about fitness, and it's, it's, I know people, there are going to be people out there being like, a person's worth is not their body. I'm not talking about the body. Yeah. But no. a lot of times when big changes happen on the inside, it's very visible on the outside. Yeah. And so that person obviously is going to have flaws and all kinds of other things wrong with them. But you also know some really cool things about them that a lot of people in society say they want. Right. And that's why when you, when you raise your health and fitness level, everything in your life gets better. Everything. It's true. All your relationships. Well, not all of them. I have heard stories about people getting mad that another person got fit, but most of your relationships will improve well, the healthy ones, the healthy yeah. ones. Um, 
you're going to be more disciplined at your job because the way you want to do one thing is the way you do everything. So when you start like really prioritizing, like I have to make time for this, so I have to time block, I have to schedule. It's going to make you better at your job because you're going to be more organized and on top of your crap. You're going to be getting better sleep. It just, it just rolls into everything. I I still believe that it rolls into healthy relationships because it just, um, it may not seem obvious at first. So for the person who uh, has that not supportive partner or tries to sabotage you, like either it's going to take a lot of work for y'all to get on the same page or this process Uh is weeding out the weeds in your garden of life. I mean, you know, it's not the best thing, but it improves, I will say it improves healthy relationships. I will say that. Yeah. But the unhealthy ones. No, if it's already on a, (laughs) hanging by a thread and I, Mm -hmm. I, I, you've been in those relationships. I've been in those relationships. When you start to work on yourself, you, your partner is just, what the fuck? Right. And guess what? I'm not with those people anymore. (laughs) Well, and it's it's not just your like significant other partner, like your boyfriend, girlfriend, anything like that. Yeah. Your family. If you double down, triple down on your health and fitness goals and really do that, there is going to be somebody in your life that's going to fade out. Yeah. But you just have to understand that that's because they did not like the mirror you were holding up. Oh, Woof. Hot takes left and right. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I looked for I'm always like just talking to you and I'm like, yeah, I look like a dirt bag, but dead matter. It's a podcast. No, I'd be seeing this on Instagram and I YouTube. I'm like, dang it. <laughs> well, I don't have makeup on either. I, I'm like a glass dye of my oil all over my face because it's so dry out. Like, oof. I know. It's when you turn on the heater, everything starts to go downhill. Because I did it's listen to your good. mini so You did? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I turned it on this afternoon because I was a little chilly, but I'm also in shorts. <laughs> Business on the top, party on the bottom. Yeah, I got my little workout pants on. <laughs> Surprise, I have on sweatpants. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Well, I know you have to go because you're a mother and I wish we could talk longer, but Hashtag technical difficulties. Well, hold on. I want to. Sh- I want to do one thing because after I what? saw this on Instagram and everything, I was like, I want one thing. Ooh, surprises! This is oh. my dog. <laughs> Look at my dog. Look at it. Look at his body. Wait, what did you see on Instagram that inspired you to do that? Because I just saw myself and I was like, oh, here's my other dog. The uglier one. My dog in a different color. (laughs) That's all. I just want them to be on the gram. I thought thought you had like a fun surprise for me or something. But that was good. Of course I don't. No, I don't have a fun surprise. Sorry. (laughs) Maybe next time. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you again. I want one fun surprise for you. One fun surprise for you. Take your yogurt, your your Greek yogurt. Uh-huh. This is like a creamy look. I don't oh. like this kind of creamy, but I want something good. Greek yogurt. Crush up some graham crackers. Okay. Stir in some frozen berries. Okay. And freeze it for 20 minutes. Okay. That's it. 
That's your special treat. Okay. It's so good. You're going to love it. <clears throat> I just had brownie brittle. So. <gasps> like just normal brownie brittle? You, you know the Costco one? In that big bag? That's great in the creamy. They're like brownie. Just like. They look like crackers. But they're like brownies. It's brownie I brittle. I get that. Like, I just went Tuesday. You told me two days too late. Sorry. But that's also good okay. in like a chocolate creamy. The little like bits of like chocolatey cracker brownie like ah. mm, okay okay well you're welcome <laughs> all right well thanks for listening everybody and stay tuned for next week hey, goodbye goodbye thanks for listening to the ffp alignment podcast please support us by downloading rating and recommending us to your friends and family be sure to check us out on instagram at the fit fem project that's f-i-t-f-e-m-m-e project and for those of you looking to find their essential balance of lifestyle and fitness book a free consult by going to the fitfemproject.com that's f-i-t-f-e-m-m-e project.com and click apply now until next time this is the fitfem project alignment podcast